Greetings. My name is Isla. You don't know me, but I'm here to tell you about my experience growing up in ancient Israel a long, long time ago. Please be patient. I'm very old now, and my memory fails me sometimes, so I may get a bit mixed up with the sequence of events. I'm the youngest child and the only girl in a family with five children, so my parents and brothers protected me a lot. As a child, I was always curious and attentive to what was happening around me. While I was growing up, we traveled around a lot. Because my father was a farm laborer and his work was seasonal. But my family eventually settled in a small village called Thebes in West Manasseh, about 20 kilometers from Shechem. A city you probably heard about. That is where Joseph was buried and it was also the first capital of Israel. My earliest memories are when my family and hundreds of others crossed the river Jordan into the promised land. I was so excited and rejoicing with my family about the land that Yahweh our God had given to us. It was a beautiful region with mountains and green valleys. And we had a great leader. His name was Joshua. He was a godly leader who always listened to what Yahweh commanded us to do. I remember hearing Joshua say that if we obey Yahweh, we would prosper in the land and have rest. The commands were very easy to remember. Drive out all the Canaanites. Don't worship their gods. Don't marry foreign people and break down the altars they built for their gods. Our leader Joshua was very old and one day he died. It was a sad day. We lost such a great leader who took us into the promised land. Time went by and all was going very well. Our God Yahweh was with the armies. They took possession of the lands. They drove out the enemies. I was so proud of our heroes. They were courageous, mighty men faithful to Yahweh's commands. They were so brave. But then, one day, something tragic happened. I didn't understand it, but I was terrified. I remember being outside our home and seeing these angry people coming to our village from house to house and breaking our things, taking our food and pushing Dad around. All the people in our village became slaves of these people. I couldn't understand their language. And I'm not sure if they were Midianites or Canaanites or not sure. All I know is that I no longer had the freedom to move around and I was scared all the time. They were very cruel. One day I overheard mom and dad whispering that we are slaves to our enemies because Yahweh was very angry with us because of our disobedience to him. I didn't understand why he would be so angry. He promised that we would have peace and prosperity in the new land and he promised always to be our God. I thought by myself, did Yahweh abandon us? I was too young to understand and our suffering went on for years. Then one night, someone from our village came to our house to call us for a night of prayer. He said that all the people from the regions would pray and ask Yahweh to help us and deliver us from our enemies and we would ask for forgiveness for forsaking him. As I understood it, it seems like 
people did not obey Yahweh completely. And that's bad. We gathered in the center of a village and we prayed. I also prayed. I said, Yahweh, please help us. Have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins. We promise to be obedient from now on. And you know what? He listened. Yahweh did not abandon us. He heard our prayers. He forgave us. Yahweh is always faithful. He sent the judge to save us from our enemies. Let me explain quickly. In my time, a judge was a person who was raised by Yahweh as a military leader to defeat our enemies in war and lead us in our times of peace. Our first judge was called Othniel. He was a brave man and he delivered us from the king of Mesopotamia. It was so great to live in peace after that. We went back to home, fixed our houses, planted some olive trees and just lived our lives. But I wish I could tell you that we had peace in our land forever. No, life was not easy when I was growing up. There was turmoil all over the land. There were political problems and spiritual problems. Since I can remember, there was always a problem with leadership in the regions. And you know, what is very shameful. And I wish it would have been different. It would have spared us a lot of trauma and heartache. Every time after a judge died, we just felt like doing our own thing and did not listen to Yahweh anymore. So, there we go again. Yahweh allowed our enemies to oppress us for years and years. It was very hard. We really suffered. After Othniel, a man called Ehud saved us from the Moabites. Then Shamgar was our judge. Then, wow, I can't even speak about it. It was so bad. One day, I saw in the distance 900 chariots of iron. They came to our village. They set fire on our houses. I cried and we all ran to the mountains to find safety in the caves and bushes. I was very scared and asked mom, why has Yahweh abandoned us? There was no answer. We all knew the answer. And although Yahweh raised judges and they were brave and saved us, some of them had some serial personal issues and some stood out for other reasons. Let me tell you about this one judge. One day, when we were passing through on our way to the land of Bethel, I saw this woman. She was sitting under a date palm tree. Her name was Deborah. She was judging people's disputes. I wanted to speak to her and ask her how long would we still be under slavery because she was also a prophetess. But she was very busy. In any case, she seemed very serious and I was a bit intimidated. But the next moment, one of my friends came to me and said, Did you hear? I said, Hear what? Well, Deborah told the chief of the army, Barak, that Yahweh said he should go into war against the Canaanites. But Barak refused to go without Deborah. I said, wow, that's unbelievable. Well, they conquered the Canaanites and we praise Yahweh for saving us. And we had peace for a long time. And Deborah was the only woman judge we've ever had. Yes, I know. By now, you know there's a pattern. Yes, we sinned against Yahweh. We got oppressed by our enemies. We cry out to him. He raises a judge. 
judge saves us, we have peace, and so we go on. We had a total of 12 judges while I was growing up. But wait, there's more. Our next judge raised by Yahweh was a mighty man. His name was Gideon. He was a farmer. And my dad did some labor on his father's farm, harvesting wheat at some time. He saved us from the Midianites. He had some personal issues. One day, when the people asked him to be their leader, he said, No, Yahweh is your leader. But then he ended up making an effort and the people worshipped it. Besides that, our land had peace for a while and I was happy again. Yahweh is so faithful. Every time we cried out to him, he saved us. Hmm. I remember a traumatic event in my life a couple of years after Gideon died. I was a young woman then, about 18 or 19 years old. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure if I should tell you this. Well, it's been many years, so I suppose it's okay. One late afternoon, we were all busy at our small village, as I mentioned before. It was called Thabiz. I was busy helping my mother make bread, and I usually grinded the wheat. I was a strong young woman back then. Mom and I were talking about the dress she was going to make for me for our next harvest festival. It was very exciting. Then, out of nowhere, I heard people screaming in the streets. And as I went outside, I saw everyone running past our house. And I asked the young boy, what's happening? He shouted as he ran, didn't you hear? Abimelech, he just set fire to a stronghold and killed 1,000 men and women in Shechem. And now he's on his way here to destroy us all. I was shocked and I cried out to Yahweh, help us, have mercy on us. And then I shouted, mom, we have to go now. I grabbed her arm and we ran as fast as we could. The whole village was running. Mothers with babies, men, children, the elderly. The people were screaming, the children were crying. I was so scared. I thought, today we are all going to die. We ran for safety to the village strong tower, our only place of refuge. We shut ourselves up in the strong tower and went to the roof, just in time. And we waited. As I looked over the top, I saw Abimelech approaching the door and ready to set fire to the strong tower. And by the way, Abimelech is Judge Gideon's son with a concubine. And he also declared himself leader over our region about three years ago. Nobody liked him. He was cruel, a murderer. He killed his own brothers. How could he do that? And how could he kill his own people? Well... He was half Israelite. Anyway, as I looked over the top of the roof, I saw him standing near the tower. I don't know what came over me. There was a piece of millstone laying against the roof wall next to me. So all I had to do was to flip it over the wall. I didn't think twice. I used all my strength and I flipped it over the... And it fell on his head. <gasps> I can still hear that terrible sound. And he screamed. I sat down and thought, oh no, I was crying and shaking and feeling sick. So I just sat there thinking, 
What now? Did I kill him? Then everyone looked at me and said, You saved us! You cracked his skull! I looked down and I heard him saying to his armor bearer, Stab me with your spear. I don't want anyone to say that I was killed by a woman. Then everyone looked at me and said, You saved us! The whole village came to me rejoicing and thanking me. I became a hero in my village and surrounding regions. Everyone was saying that Yahweh used me to repay Abimelech for all the evil he had done to Gideon by killing his brothers. You haven't heard about me? I know. You will not find my name in the records. I remained anonymous. I am only known as a certain woman. But that's okay. I wasn't proud of what I had done. I played a part in someone's death. I couldn't even eat or sleep properly for days after what happened. But as traumatic as this was for me, and as happy as we were in being delivered from this wicked man, I know it's unbelievable, but it was not the happy ending to my story. After this incident, Yahweh raised two other judges, Jair and Tola, to lead our people, and we had peace for many years. But then they died, which as you know by now was the beginning of evil again. We disobeyed Yahweh by serving other gods. He was angry and said something like, I saved you from all your enemies. And every time you crowd to me, I save you. But you forsake me and served other gods. Therefore, I will save you no more. Yahweh said that we should go and cry to our gods. That we have chosen, let them save us. When I heard those words, I was terrified because I knew that only Yahweh could save us. Yahweh is always faithful and merciful. He never breaks his promises. So he raised Jephthah, a mighty warrior, who was rejected by his family because they said he was a son of another woman. But besides that, he was brave and saved us from the Amorites. Let me spare you the details of our disobedience again. The next judge Yahweh raised is very well known. You must have heard about him. His name was Samson. He was a Nazarite from birth. Yahweh chose him. He was special, but he didn't care much about being a Nazarite. I saw him once when I went with my brothers to buy some supplies. He was strong, had long hair, he was handsome, and the Philistine girls liked him, and he liked them too, which was a bad thing, because Yahweh commanded the men not to marry foreign women. Months passed, and a friend came to visit me. She said, Did you hear what happened to Samson? I said, No. Mom did not allow me to go out often, even with my brothers. It was too dangerous for a girl. My friend said, He was captured by the Philistines, lost his strength when they cut his hair, and died a terrible death. He killed himself. And a lot of Philistines too, by destroying the building they were all in. Wow, I said, that is so sad. He had so much going for him, but he struggled with obedience. And so did all of us, Israelites. I wish I could tell you that things got better, but 
but they didn't. Our whole land spiraled into chaos. The times were really dark. People were making idols. The tribes were fighting against each other. And, oh my, I can't get this out of my head. One day, a messenger arrived in our city. We were all around and about. And when the elder of the village opened the leather bag, you will not believe what was in it. I saw it. I screamed. It was a piece of a body part of a woman. <gasps> Can you believe it? It was shocking. I almost fainted. And then I heard that every one of the 12 tribes received a piece of this woman. I don't want to talk about it anymore. What the men of the city did to this woman. I can't speak about it. I'm sorry. I need some water. Thank you. I'm feeling okay now. You know, by the time I was married and had my own family and living near Bethlehem, our region's political problems just got worse because we had no king and our spiritual problems even worse because every person did what was right in his own eyes. We forgot about Yahweh our God, who had been so faithful in saving us time after time. Now that I'm older, looking back, I realize that if only we as a nation had not given Yahweh half obedience, we would not have ended up in complete chaos. Thank you for listening to my story. But let me ask you, in your generation, do you also have political and spiritual problems in your regions? Do you struggle with godly leaders and in obeying Yahweh completely? I hope my story will motivate you and this generation to obey God so you can enjoy the rest that comes from obeying Him and that you don't have to go through the darkness, slavery and trauma that we did in ancient Israel. Because disobedience, in my experience, always ends in chaos. But the good news is that from generation to generation, Yahweh, our God, remains faithful. There is always hope of redemption, especially for you, as you have an eternal Savior, Jesus Christ. The end.